0: Yo, yo, put that hoe on, man. The
1: flow of the century. Uh Uh-uh. Oh, it's timeless. It's timeless.
0: Mortar Master Podcast.
1: Thanks for coming
0: out tonight. Thanks for coming out tonight. You
1: could have been anywhere in the world.
0: Anywhere in the world. But you're here with me. Listening. I appreciate that. Uh. Uh-uh. Warner Masters podcast, man. It's your boy, Main, of course. Shout out to everybody listening to the last episode. Uh, I'll get into the comments in just a second. Um, I got, I think, one comment, but it's like a big comment, so that's dope. Um, um, So, yeah, Black History Month. I want to do a little segment on Black History. I'm going to use Jay Z for that, as as a matter of fact. Um, A lot of things happened this week, Um, just in the local news, uh, you know, in in general. You got uh, the the bullying, you know, with Scooter. Anybody know about Scooter from Butler, which we'll get into in a second? I'll give my. My opinion on that And I'll tell you about the case And what's going on Of course uh, I got a little bit more inside scoop Because I know I'm I'm familiar with the players So um, You know They tell me little things You know what I'm saying Players rock with your boy You know what I'm saying Of course um, And then there's little other things We'll get into I see some things on Facebook I want to talk about um, Not about this state But just in general I want to know your opinion on it I'm going to give you my opinion Of course So let's get into that real quick I might even do the Jericho. I ain't do that in a minute So um, let's get into that real quick I do this
1: for my culture to let them know what it d- look like when
0: a d- rent a roaster Show them how to move in a room full of vultures. Industry shady, you need to be taken over. Label bonus, take me. I'm raising the status pro- up. up. I'm
1: overcharging
0: for what they did to the cold crush. Pay us like you owe us for all, all the it. years that you hold us. We, we can, can talk, but talk, money talks. So, talk. Mobile. Right, that's how I want to talk about right there. So, um, that line to me when I was young, I didn't understand what it meant. As mom, I said, Hey, mom, what's a uh, cold crush? I didn't understand the line when I was younger. When I started into real rap, um, let me tell you about that matter of fact. (laughs) You know, at one point in my life, I thought Nelly was better than Jay Z. Yeah, I know that sounds wild, right? Um, I loved country grandma. I wasn't from the country, so I guess like no one. And then I went down south with my um, for the summer, and I don't know. I just played that all the time. You know what I'm saying? And um, so I love that record, and I like a lot of Nelly records. You know what I'm saying? From that, you know, Nelly had a good run for the beginning when he came out. Um, So yeah. When I started listening to real music, when I started, you know, being outside and understand what certain things meant, I always wanted to know what every line meant. And I, I asked my mom, I said, what's the cold crush? What's the cold crush? So when he say, um, uh, label owners hate me. I'm raising the status quo up. I'm overcharging niggas for what they did to the cold crush. Pay us like you owe us for all the years that you hold us. We could talk. So when he say that, I had to look and see him like, yo, what the, what the fuck does that mean? All right? So I look up the cold crush and, um. If anybody knows, Cold Crush was a big group back in the day, like late, late 70s, early 80s. Um, it's a hip-hop group, rap group. You know, rap wasn't, like, the main thing back then. They actually, you know, had the transgression into what it is now. And if you might know, rap is a light. Now, y'all probably know rappers is a light, but y'all probably don't know Cold Crush. So this is why it's a black history fact for me. I wanted to use black history as a tool to get people to know other things that we just don't know. I am going to use Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. All them people that, about Rosa Parks, you know, shout out to her. Nah, of course, but you know, I, I didn't want to use them people. I wanted to use things that we might not know. So I'm gonna give you a little history lesson real quick. So check it out. All right, check it. So first, us read back the lines. I do this for my culture, to let them know what a nigga look like when a nigga in a roaster. Show them how to move in a room full of vultures. Industry shady. You need to be taken over. Labor owners hate me. I'm raising the status quo up. I'm overcharging niggas for what they did to the cold crush. The cold crush, obviously, is the group I told you about, but you were talk about in a second. But status quo, that just means the existing state of affairs. You know what I'm saying? So it's like at the time, uh, labor owners, they was hurting artists with these harsh or crazy contracts, uh, i.e. New Edition or, you know, uh, Tony Braxton, you know what I'm saying, without uh, payments of royalties. So they're getting these big contracts, these crazy contracts, and they was getting nothing out of it. You know what I'm saying? So he said he's raising the status quo up. Um, that means like at that at that time he was a label owner. You know what I'm saying? So Jay Z has Industry Cloud now. Um when other labels came to him for features or distribution deals, he was like, you know, charging them extra prices, like, you know, charging them high as payback. Um, you know what I'm saying? For uh if you remember Rappers of Light, um, that's one of the earliest rap songs, you know what I'm saying? But it's originally by Grandmaster Caz and that's a member of the Cold Crush brothers. And that's just one example of artists not receiving their due compensation for the work they did. All right, so how did that happen? Easy. Okay, so Joey Robinson, who was the son of uh, Sugar Hill Records uh, founder Sylvia Robinson, he heard uh, a guy named Big Bang Hank. Uh, Big Bang Hank was just the former manager of Grandmaster Kaz, who was, and Grandmaster Kaz is in the Cold Crush Brothers, so keep, keep up with me. Um, he heard Big Bang Hank rapping to a Cold Crush Brothers tape while working at a pizzeria. Uh, Robinson informed Hank that he was uh, forming a group, a Sugar Hill gang, and asked Hank if he would like to join. Uh, the guy, Big Bang Hank, he accepted. Um, even though he wasn't an MC, so Hank went to what he knew, Grandmaster Caz, asked for some of his rhymes. Caz said, "Okay, here's my, hint, my my rhyme book." Gave him the whole book, right? And said, "Take whatever you want." But this was this was with the understanding that Hank would compensate Caz, you know, later on. Caz's uh, lyrics landed on a song by the Sugar Hill Gang called "Rappers' Delight." The song became a huge hit in 1979. It was the first hip hop single to land on a top forty chart has never received any credit or compensation for the rhymes he
1: contributed.
0: I wanted to really beat. touch on that one uh, mainly because last week and last episode I was talking about groups and who was the best group and we was obviously that's all um, you know, debatable and it's all just based on what you liked, right? But my main thing was when gruesome, you talk about and you got to go back to the roots. You got to go to the origin of or anything. When you're trying to say the best of, you got to go back to the origin. And when I think of it, there's a story right here, like the Cold Crush, and listen to it, it's crazy that, you know, your own kind would be the ones that would get you, you know. And it's not saying that the guy Big Hank was any was any wrongdoing, because I don't know. It's possible that they could have had an agreement, and then Hank signed the contract, and Hank didn't get the money he received, so he couldn't give Kaz the money he was supposed to get. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? But that's my black history lesson this year, um, Major status quo, you know what I'm saying? We don't give Hope a lot of credit for the, for what he does, you know what I'm saying? I think people like to cr- criticize him. I don't know why. I'm, I'm not really sure. I, I never I never really knew the the story behind that. Every time I ask somebody why they don't like Hope, they send me a, a YouTube link of somebody talking about Illuminati or something like that. So there's no really facts to back it up of why somebody doesn't like Jay-Z. Um, but I will say this. Uh, you know, One of the deals he had with Def Jam was a partnership, and people didn't know that. And I think good business is always, you know, Overlooked, you know. We talk about Nas being, oh, he's a smarter rapper. Da, da da Listen, I'm not gonna listen to Nas and learn anything about business. But I can listen to a whole interview, or listen to a whole rap, a rap, rap track, or whatever, and I can learn a lot. So that's to say a lot. You could be book smart, but you can still get played. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. I don't know anything about Nas' contract. I don't know nothing about whole contract. Besides the fact that he wasn't signed to a label, it was a partnership. Um, and that's Dame Dash saying. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, so let's get out to the podcast, man. So make sure I check that out. Cold Crush Brothers. You know what I'm saying? Look at their story up, man. It's messed up. Um, and it's the only kind that'll do it to you. So that is one reason why I probably wouldn't put Sugar Hill Gang as my all time group, but they made history. But yeah, they did the Cold Crush Brothers dirty. And that's a black history fact you probably didn't know about. All right, so let's get into these comments. I want to read real quick before we get into the episode. Um so one person all right, Migos is trash. Sorry, I can't. Your mom's speaking facts. I can't understand half this new rap, anyways. I feel you, mommy. Hey, that's my mommy. You don't call her mommy mommy, all right? Now, I'm playing, playing. Um, hell yeah, I'm gonna shoot my shot if I want to. I feel you, brother. I laugh my ass off. I have no issues with the shoot of my shot. I don't think it has anything to do with tradition or how things should, should be. I think it also matters that the girl is a bit scared or fears rejections. Men feel the same sometimes, which is why most won't approach women and just sit back. Um, well, I guess most men might might have that situation I'm not sure um, If I am thinking correctly I only took a risk once And it actually got me somewhere It may have not lasted But it was great while it lasted And still got a lot of love for him But I was scared as shit laughed my ass off Whoa, buddy What kind of risk did you take? <laughs> I'm just joking I'm just joking That's a, that's a crazy risk though um, I personally don't like ultimatums But I try to be mindful of my own weight And if I don't like where I am, I am going to lose it. And if my husband agrees, it is what it is. If I'm at a weight I'm okay with and he doesn't like it, I don't like being told to do so. It's all in the approach. I wouldn't necessarily do anything for a man, but if I agree, then I'm going to change it. If not, then hey, because look at it this way. If I tell my husband, nigga, that gut is getting out of hand, I'm going to work on that. And it should be the same both ways. You're married to this person. I got to be with you forever. Keep yourself together. Just because be are married don't mean you fall off. Like, what the hell? Keep yourself together. Um, That Tupac shit is stupid. He's dead. What are you getting out of it? What is your motive and intentions now? Now is in all caps, ladies and gentlemen. With a question mark and an exclamation mark. So I'm guessing she's screaming. Um, Okay, let's say she's telling the truth. What is it doing for you? You need to get off your chest, so go speak to a therapist. He's dead. Nothing can happen now. This is clearly a Tupac fan. (laughs) I'm digging the comments, though, for real. Uh, uh, She goes on to say, I do love Pac, but if he did it, he did it. Men are men. People are people. The best people make mistakes. I won't call her a bitch. I just don't get the point. If you do, let me know, and I'll change it in my feedback. (laughs) I'm on no sides. I don't know what happened. You sound like you're on one side though. <laughs> be honest with you. I'm on no sides. I don't know what happened. But I just don't get the reason for talking about it now. Given that he's dead, and all you're gonna get is probably recognition and probably money for an interview. I'm gonna stop there, but what I'll say is for all the comments when it comes to like the Pac thing. It's clearly I'm not like the crazy, craziest thing about Pac, but I am not against him. Like I like some of his songs. Uh, I feel like he's a very influential artist. I always say this all the time. I feel like he would have been Pac. Whether he rapped or not, you know what I'm saying? I think he had that that kind of impact on a culture regardless. He was going to have an impact. Um, his untimely death obviously lays a lot of questions and things like that. But, you know, image is everything. And he had the image of, um, he had a lot of images. That's the thing. He had the image of the guy that wants, you know, black women to succeed. The guy that wants black people to succeed. Then he had the thug life image. Then he had the rapist image. And, you know, it's like, and I'm not saying he's a rapist. I don't think he's a rapist. You know what I'm saying? I don't think rape was a thing. Was it sexual misconduct? Most likely, I mean, I'm just, how you have to judge and to make your assumption, I would assume yes. But some people would assume no. You know what I'm saying? You might hear Brenda's baby and, and keep your head up and think no. You know what I'm saying? But then you might hear the people that he's he's linked to, which is like Snoop Dogg, where they say it ain't no fun as the homies get some. And you think, hmm, he's screaming, this West Coast, West life, you know, West Coast thing. So, you know, you never know. But he's dead. You he want to let him rest in peace, of course. Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and watch the movie tonight, be honest. I'm um, tired of waiting. So I watched the movie, and I don't think it's going to change my perception. that's going to change my mind. But hopefully, you know, I, I, I'm able to say whether the movie was good or not because it had bad reviews. I'm a Biggie fan anyway, so, you know, I'm from Brooklyn. So that's that. Um but yeah, shout out to that. And then with the video thing, only thing I will say about the video because there was comments on that, but I don't want to read them. On a video with the girl, you know, uh, that were performing a sexual act on a grown man. My own thing is like this: I just feel like I just no one. I want. I wonder how any conversation would go if I tell somebody that this is happening on video, and they ask me for a link. I'm, I'm, I feel I feel away. Like why do I want me, me telling you should be enough. You know, I don't think that's something that you have to see. You're can never, never going to tell me, oh, a young girl was doing this such and touch, and they got it on video. And I'm like, oh, let me see. I'm going to take your word for it. I don't want to see no girl doing that. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's just that. So I'm not going to read any comments based on that. So, yeah, that, that's about that. So shout out to everybody that's listening to the podcast, everybody that's supporting the podcast. Um, if you like the Black History Month thing I did, let me know. I try to get some, like, stuff we don't know about. Because, like I said, I'm pretty sure a lot of my listeners... I have old listeners, too. I have a good crowd because I have people that listen that's like 45, 49, 48. Then I got niggas that listen that's like 16, 17. So it's like a, a wide range. So I think that w- that was a good thing to do. Especially since it came from last week. We're talking about groups and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, um, let me know what your opinion on that is. And what you think about that as far as, like, <laughs> Cold Crush not being received any your royalties, even though one of the biggest songs, Rapper's Delight, ever, their lyrics, um, you know, it came from their lyrics. You know what I'm saying? So let me know what you think about that. Let's get into the podcast now. So, um, how's everybody in February been going? You know what I'm saying? So um, almost midway through, somewhat like that. It's like 28 days in February. It's 11th day right now. So, um, hopefully everybody in February is going pretty good. Um, but yeah, uh, one of the big topics that happened this week was uh, I'm gonna just get straight into it. Was Scooter, um. Anybody that that's familiar with but Butler, that went to Butler or familiar with anything regarding Butler, maybe you had kids that played sports at Butler, um, preferably basketball. He's like the the, the the basketball manager of the team, you know what I'm saying? Um, he'd been out, I think, since, like, 92, they said. I think he came to Butler in 90-something. I want to say 92, maybe. I got yearbooks with school in it. I'm, I'm a, I'm a collector of yearbooks, so I got, like, a 98, 97, uh, 96 Butler's yearbook. He and all of those. Um, <clears throat> Pretty much, if I had to describe Scooter, like I always said since I was young, younger when I first moved down here, I, I would I would say he's like a scooter. I mean, I'm sorry, scooter. I'm calling scooter scooter. That's wild. Uh, <laughs> I would say he's like a radio. If you have seen Radio, uh, the movie Radio, it's played by um, Cuba Gooding Jr. That's what Scooter is to Butler. You know what I'm saying? Um, he's he obviously not all the way there, not all the way there, but he's not. He's not dumb by by any means either. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I would think he knows right from wrong majority of the time. Um, you know, he likes pretty girls like anybody else, any other man. Um, he plays around, he but he's like a, like a a nice spirited person, you know what I'm saying? You really can't get him upset, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Um good spirit, um, plays a lot, you know, uh talks to you, um tries to hug your mom every ten, every chance he gets. Um, a lot of players. I've seen players, you know, hit him. Not, not nothing hard, but no you know, pushing. Hey, save for my mom, you know what I'm Because it's like a joke if he hug your mom. It's like, oh, school to hug your mom, blah blah blah. So, um, but it's like a um, he's a a school favorite. You know what I'm saying? He's like the spirit of the school since about '92, '93. So we talking about what 10, 20, about 25, 25 years or so now at this point. Um, a video came out this week. Well, let's get into it. The story broke this week about. A student that was bullying that that bullied in a, in a like a ten second video, bully scooter. Um, video came out later. I had actually had the video. Um, the day that the news broke, Cause I, I I just when it comes to the jury report, which I'm reading the jury report, my section. When it comes to the jury report, to be honest with you, I do feel like a lot of stuff is clickbait. You read an article and the title will say one thing, but then the article will be like something mad vague where you don't know what the hell's going on. And a lot of times, you know, the more you share an article, it it, it creates a uh, a perception about whoever that article is about. So if I got John over here and it's saying teacher sexually assault student as the headline, and then in the article it's like a paragraph just telling me John was spoken to about, spoken to, and, and they 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 got him as a suspect for something. But they don't tell me nothing about what happened. That's a clickbait because you're saying one thing in the article, but you're not really saying something in the story. You're not giving me no... Nothing to go off to actually say, oh, John must be a, a a person that sexually assaults students. You know what I'm saying? But the more people share it, when you got this person's picture next to the title, people not really reading. You know, they're not going to read that, that paragraph, that, that, that 5 sentence paragraph of, of bullshit you put in there. You know what I'm saying? And that's my problem with the Gerald Paul, a lot of times. You know, it's a lot of vague stories, but, but very, 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 very telling titles. I call that clickbait. You know what I'm saying? That's like if I made the title of this podcast uh Jay-Z's new album, but it's nothing about Jay Z here, you know what I'm saying? I just say i just say something in the beginning. That's a clickbait, you know what I'm saying? Like anybody that's a Jay-Z fan gonna wanna listen to this track. It says Jay-Z's new album, you know what I'm saying? Or if I name it God's Plan, which is Drake's new new album, you know what I'm saying? New 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 single. People gonna click it thinking that they're gonna hit Drake's God's plan. That's a clickbait. And I feel like the Gerald part does that a lot. So that's neither here nor there though um the article came out this week and it was already known around school because i guess it happened sometime last week apparently um kids was horse playing people horse play the scooter all the time you know what i'm saying and let me just let me break down the culture of that real quick before i get into the actual article i'm not gonna read it but before i get into what the article was about when i was at butler 06 i came down 06 so when i was at butler 06 i remember i played basketball that one year at butler and um Scooter always got joked on. He always was uh, the person people, like when a joke's on you, when he, when he says something that's funny about you, you get mad at him. You know what I'm saying? But if you got a joke on him, it's all good. It's usually, that's how I go. I think people push Scooter, trip Scooter, uh, throw a ball at Scooter, you know, hit him in the back of the head. Nothing hard, you know, just like a quick, you know, something quick, um, something like that. You know, he got the stuff on the back of his neck. I'm not dissing him at all. I'm just saying what he got. I've seen people on Snapchat say, "Oh, Scooter, what's wrong with your back of your neck?" Da da da, da. and he's laughing. Ha 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 ha. Leave me alone. You know, stuff like that. Um, he's a good, good, good spirit of kid. Like I said, it's a, it's, it's a, a culture there, at Butler, to respect Scooter. Obviously, say if somebody from another school came over and did something Scooter, it'd be a problem because it's like it's one of them things where you know it's like family. Like my cousin, my cousin Jeremy, that he's in a podcast one time. I can diss him all day. We can diss him all day. You go outside, we somebody might dissing you. We trying to fuck him up because we like, hey, we can do this to Jeremy. You can't do this to Jeremy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like one of them things where it's like, as family, we can we can we can do this to him because we know it's out of our love, and we plan. Somebody else did it. It's a problem because you don't know him. You know, you're not family. You from another school. You did that and third. Cool. Um, that's how I always thought it'd be looked at. That's how I always looked at things. That's how I always thought it was gonna be if if anything came to it. You know what I'm saying? So I read this article, you know what I'm saying? and, and the the news is circulating that a student hit but hit um scooter with a belt. Now my the scooter is a mentally um challenged guy, but um I feel like he's he's a smart guy. Um so yeah, that was that. Um, but I think the news, the Jerry part made made the news bigger than what it was. I'm not trying to say brush it under the rug. No, hell no. I'm saying the kid for the video what it was was the kid hit him with a belt. I want to think about three or four times. I got the video, I'm not gonna play it. Oh, am I? Yeah, why not? Fuck it. So hold on, let's play this video real quick and then y'all can't hear it. y'all can't see it, but y'all can hear it. So hold on real quick. Let's check, let's play this video real quick and y'all tell me your thoughts and I'll continue talking about it. <laughs>
1: Come on, come on. Come on. Come on,
0: come on, come on. <laughs> All right, so that's the video. It might sound very disturbing. I promise you, if you see it, <clears throat> not to not to downplay anything, but if you see it, anybody I've shown, laughed. to be honest with you. And it's not not like I said, not to downplay it, because I I'm yeah, I'm a f- when you have, when you know a lot of disabled kids, you don't want that to be, you know, anybody you know being done to. I know scooter too, so I, I can't feel no way. But um yeah, so it's a culture there, at Butler. You know, to play with him, and he's in the locker room. Um, I just pants this down. Um, I'm not gonna throw the video out, but the video is on Jerpo. You can watch it. It's on the news now. Um, I didn't like the fact that how they blew it up. You know, I feel like anything negative, the the media blows up, and I guess that's my gripe with it. It's not the fact that what happened happened because you can't, you can't, um, you can't make what happened hap, what happened right. I can't tell you this was the right thing to do. I can't tell you this wasn't wrong like it's no it's, there's no way to say that this was right at all but i am saying though this is a kid is a kid doing this based on culture there already nobody's going to do that if the culture wasn't to to play with school or mess with school you get what i'm saying it, it, nobody would have nobody would do that then and i think people are overlooking that people are saying oh my god the school da da people that have not graduated from butler 30 years ago 20 years ago 15 years ago I would say 10, but this would be my 10th year. I'm kind of getting old now. But yeah, so people, but anybody from my class, we all saying the same thing. Like, that's, that's, I mean, we didn't see work. I didn't see Scooter get thrown in the trash can. Um, I didn't see things get thrown at Scooter. I didn't see people put their jock strap on Scooter. I mean, I, I, me personally, that'd be more I'd disrespectful than you with a belt. That's just me. Um, but I feel like, the sensitivity level of of of, of, of society there is is getting so low. Like, anything that's caught on video, that's another thing, too. A lot of things wasn't caught on video back in the day. That was a dumb part on a kid's part, but kids going to be kids, right? They're trying to, I guess, put the kid in more, in more trouble. Not just tribunal when it comes to trouble at school, and maybe he'll just go to, you know, uh, he'll have like a alternative school for the rest of the year. My, this is a key player. I'm, I'm not. Nah, I hate to say that word. I don't use the word key player in a basketball team because I don't think sports should get you out of trouble. But I, I am saying you do need to weigh that when you when you're weighing it to understand that players do play. It might be a thing that just happens. He happens to have just got a call on camera. Every team I have seen play with scooter like this done this up to scooter hit scooter. I didn't see scooter get hit hard. By, by people And I'm not trying to say people I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus So don't, don't think I am But All I'm saying is I'm not saying this is right All I'm saying is Is it right to Have one student That just happened to get caught A young student happened to get caught And try to ruin his life Based on a culture That's already there at Butler And I get people They're trying to do stuff like Butler has this thing they doing. with like a grown prom You can go to a prom It's like a grown thing And it's, I guess it's pretty good That was She's pretty now too I guess But you know She was pretty um, and Butler I seen her a few yearbooks And I guess she was like The one of the You know Pretty girl in the school And she asked him for the prom And that's cute It's all good I like that You're doing stuff social media It's very cute If this happened You you don't ask him that though You know what I'm saying But I, I get you doing Trying to make him feel a little better Trying to feel welcome Like hey You can always come back It's not an issue dah, 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 dah. Fine I'm all for that But you're creating this narrative Now he's making this kid Like this bad kid And I want to say Maybe 16, 17 I'm not sure um, you, you gotta pay for your mistakes. I feel like he go to alternative school, he finished the year out there, come back next year, he learned his lesson. Cause it's basketball season over with. He can't play basketball for this season. It's over with. That's, that, I think that's enough punishment at this point. Um, the article being written, you know, the news coming out before the video released, they went to his house with his mom and showed his mom the video. I don't think his mom would even know about this situation. Um... Scooter's mom, mind you. is a grown man, mind you. Um, he graduated in '98, so I don't know how old he is, but he's a grown man. Um his mom was like, you know, you can't come back to the school. And that, and everything that that we've seen, that's what hurt him. He put his head down. Him, this video, he's not his head's not down. He's like, come on, stop. He's, you know, you can tell he's not really liking it, but it's not like crying or like that. He didn't really tear up or put his head down until the mom said, I don't think you should go back to the school. That's how much. <clears throat> that's how much. He lives and bleeds, I guess, you know, Butler. And that's cool, you know, well, you know more power to him. Um, like I said, I'm not here to say it's right because it's not right. You know what I'm saying? It is wrong. But I don't think that the kid should have to go to jail behind it. I, I don't think that. Um, to, for it to be labeled as bullying, by definition, I guess you can say that. But I, I, I would like to say it's just, it's just horseplay going too far, you know, horseplay. People want to say, where's well, the coaches? Is that in third? To be honest with you, I've seen, I've watched the coaches, coach all coaches watch, Things happen and not say anything or laugh. You know what I'm saying? It's the culture there. Um, I'm not saying this right once again, but at the end of the day, when you brought into a culture, that's what you do. You know what I'm saying? If in your house, you know, you you, you taught to to don't take the last of the milk in the refrigerator, you know, just use it all. You, you're going to use it all. That's just the thing to do in the house. You know what I'm saying? If, you know, you're taught to uh, uh, make your bed up in the morning before you leave your room, that's probably what you're going to do. So in, in, in the culture of, of, of Butler, the thing was, we play with Scooter. Whether you, you make fun of, not make fun of him in a bad way, but you know, you just—he's used to it. He—he he, and he—he he, he throws a lot of it off anyway. You know what I'm saying? He talks to all the parents all the time, tries to give him hugs all the time. Students say, "Scooter, push him, give my mother all the time." He still go does it all the time. You know what I'm saying? I got videos in my phone right now. My my new phone, my new my, my iPhone 7, I got videos in this phone currently, of Scooter when he come up to Butler. I mean, come up to my my job, and uh. I uh I um I I I, I it'd be it'd be good to look at them like, it's hey, school you like her? You know what I'm saying? He like, yeah. Or I, I seen where shout out to I ain't gonna say anybody's name, but shout out to her. I said, Hey, to rate this girl one to ten. And he's like, Hmm, she about an eight, seven eight, seven eight. And it's like she feel disrespected, like, yo, you school to tell me I'm a seven eight, you know what I'm saying? And look at you, whatever, but it's like, that's the culture Like, I'm, I, I already know the culture Because I've been to Butler So when I when I see him And I'm playing with him With other women like, to, to play with him And, you know, just push him out there Because I know how he is It's because I, I was brought into a culture To do so You know what I'm saying Now, if he gets slapped Is it my fault if a girl slaps him Because I'm playing with him like You know what I'm saying And it's like, um, it's just a culture But I don't feel like The kids should have to go through No kind of judicial system no No major, major trouble um, is it a slap on the wrist? Like I said, it's publicized now. So I feel like with it being publicized the way it's publicized at this point, he should look, for, look at it for what it is, make better decisions in the future. And if you do make a dumb decision, how about we not record it? That that might be the main thing the, the kids that they need to understand. I see people recording. It, I, it's deaths on camera now. It's, he was going live saying they killed such and such. Um, it's like, it's so many... Ways to telling yourself these days, and I think the video, the, the the news only got out because video got out. It's ten seconds. I want to say maybe, maybe it might have been a Snapchat, it might have been a Snapchat video. But it is a ten second video, and I think people might have just sent it out, and then you know, you, nah, niggas, you sent to the wrong person. That thing, In high school, you never know who don't like you, who dislike you, who does like you. Somebody probably seen it, got any feelings? Told, that's that. And I'm not, I'm not saying that person is wrong or right, but I'm just saying it's how I got out. You know, it wasn't like Butler had the best. Uh, 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 leaders and like, hey, this is wrong. You know what I'm saying? They're in the locker room. It happened locker room. People play in the locker room. That's what people play at. And the kid's are gonna be kids. You know what I'm saying? So my own taking that is this: I've seen worse get done to Scooter, and he walk away from it because he loved Butler that much. He talked to that person that did it. Still, people apologize to Scooter for things they do and they go too far. I think everybody does love Scooter. You know what I'm saying? How can you not? You know what I'm saying? He 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 he's homeless. But I've seen him play too. Scooter does play a lot too. And I'm not trying to make make him seem bad, but he played a lot too. Uh Jonathan, my my, my, my brother, you know, he has been on the podcast plenty of times. <laughs> he don't know Jonathan for nothing. Jonathan didn't play sports at Buller. Jonathan just went to Bulla. I remember I senior year, you know somebody like is in a, is in the doorway, and like the door's open, so they're standing right there where the door's at. So you know you got the top of the door where you could like kinda grab a touch. You know, everybody playing basketball chat like they dunking, whatever. I've seen Scooter for some reason. It was like all year. He just kept trying to dunk on Jonathan the whole year. <laughs> like, and Jonathan's like, yo, I don't know you. Why are you doing it? Jonathan could have punched him in the face. He could have hit him. He could have kicked him. He could have said, hey, Scooter dunk on me, and then just rocked this shit. He could, if he wanted to. He didn't, because the culture there is like, he's harmless. You let Scooter do what, you, what he do, and you do what you do, and it's like, everybody go about their business. It's, just, it's like a happy mutual understanding. So I just, I, I, um, the thing I hate about this, like I said, my, my, my final take on it is this. It's wrong. It shouldn't have been done. Fine. Punish him. Let's move on. Scooter, we love you. That's that. You come at the Butler, fine. A video got out. More so out. We, we need to find out who, who started sending the video out. Who You know, who told us not, not important. But now we know, listen, we can't go so far with Scooter. You know what I'm saying? We have to respect him as a human being. And that's all well and good. I'm proud of that. I'm, I'm fine with that. But my final take on this 30-minute like mark and talking to the Port thing is this. I have a problem with the people that are acting as if they never did anything to Scooter. That's my main issue. I see people sharing the the news link, the 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 sharing sharing the interview. I'm not. I didn't shit none of that stuff for this very reason. I'm not trying to be one of the ones that's making something publicized that I feel like could just be handled within you know family have family issues. It could be handled in the living room. We ain't got to go in the front porch and handle it. It could be handled right there in the living room. That's how I feel about it. That's number one. Number two. I've seen people do way worse that's acting like this is a blasphemy. and that, that's When you grow up, that's fine. You grown. This kid ain't grown yet. Let him grow. You grew, let him grow. And that's my final take on it. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like that's kind of corny for somebody that I see a lot of people that did worse things to him, put your sweaty jock strap on his head, and you out here trying to blast a boy for hitting him a few times. That's just crazy. You know what I'm saying? But if my thing is this. You got power with it? Go mold that man. You know what I'm saying? Go talk to that boy. Go talk to that teenage boy and tell him, hey... This is wrong for this reason. You shouldn't do this. When I was in school, I did this, but I'm grown now. I make better decisions. I, I, if I could change it, I would do this, that, and third. But to want the maximum, like I want him to go to jail, and that's kind of wild, man. You know what I'm saying? I love Scooter, but I don't love him that much to, to want a kid to go to jail behind and mess with him. Show him it's wrong, move on. Let's eat. You know what I'm saying? Dinner's ready. Hand in the living room. You know what I'm saying? So that's why that's my feelings on that. Y'all give me y'all take on that. If y'all wanna see the video. I'm not sending it out. You can go on the Gerald thing. You can watch the interview. You can watch it in the timeline if you want to. Go to or Facebook, the Gerald of Augusta. They got the article. Then, you, then, you, then you'll see the video of them going to his house with his mom. And then you'll see the video of the actual thing that happened. And, you know, y'all make your own assessment on that. But like I said, I'm, I would never downplay what's happened because uh, I think it's wrong. But for the punishment that that, that that is wanted behind what happened, I'm not rocking with it. That's just my opinion. And then y'all made a page, like... <laughs> you made a whole page for Scooter. Don't add me to that. If people try to add me to that page. Don't add me to that page, I man. That page is pure comedy. You got one side people saying it's okay and get, throw the little man under the jail. Then you got other side saying pretty much, listen, it's, it's, it happened, let it go. You got people cursing people out. You got y'all arguing with each other. Yo, it's dumb. <laughs> don't add me to no page, all right, for, for, for Scooter. I'll see him in the streets like I normally do. and We'll wrap it up then, but... Yeah, let me know your thoughts on that. Like I said, it wasn't wrong. It wasn't right. So I mean, it's, it's nothing I can say about that. And but tell me, at it, your school, did you have somebody like that, like radio or scooter, or have you known somebody that it was like the culture to to mess with, whether the teacher, whether the a, a, a person of the staff, a janitor, a, a substitute teacher, like even substitute teachers, we, we got substitute we, we mess with. You know, you when you, you, he, he did your class or she did your class, you know to act out. Like, it's a culture in school. Some schools have a culture. Did your school ever have a culture? And if if, if if it came down to it, would you say it was right or wrong? And if one person had to take a fall for a particular incident, would you want to see him go under after everybody else then got breezed through because it wasn't on video or didn't, you know, get caught on camera? Or would you think he need to get a, you know a punishment to let him know it's wrong and then y'all go about your business that way? Let me know what y'all think. Let's get into this jail report real quick, speaking of. All right, let's see what we got here. So, that you can hear my paper fluffling. So, this is real, not generic. Um, let's see. Augusta Teen packs baking soda to look like cocaine. Okay. An Augusta Teenager stopped by police at 3 in the morning, confessed that he had a gun he was carrying and baking soda that he packaged to look like cocaine. Rashad Reed, 17, was walking in the cold Sibley Street when a deputy stopped him. Reed said he was on his way to his cousin's house. The deputy questioned Reed on why he was going to his cousin's house at such a late hour in the night in the cold weather. Reed was unable to answer. Of course, right? <laughs> the deputy said, in the sheriff's report, the deputy detained the teen who admitted he was carrying a small handgun in his coat pocket. Officer found a black Liberty handgun containing 5.25 rounds and Reed's inside coat pocket. Reed also informed me that he was in possession of some baking soda that he intended to sell as cocaine that was packaged in a green pouch, the report says. Reed was arrested on, fe- on felony possession of imitation controlled substance. Hey, you know what's crazy about that? You can't even act like you're selling drugs. That's <laughs> that's wild. Like, how you how's the charge for acting like you're selling drugs? Hey, they don't want you to win, man. Black Christmas, mother. They don't want you to win. But that was dumb, though. Read. So Rashid Reed. You're 17. Make smart decisions, brother. All right. What else we got here, man? Graniteville man kills victim. Nope. Not reading that. No deaths. No deaths. Sugar found in gas tank of ventilized truck. I don't know what happened. I'm pretty sure he was cheating. Um. Fuck the police. Okay? That's what suspect told Richmond County Sheriff's Officer, Sergeant, before stabbing. The sergeant responded to a domestic violence incident in an open 911 line Friday night when he made contact with suspect Robert James Robinson the III. Anytime you deal with my last name is the 3rd don't fuck with that person. I had three times the charm. This nigga is crazy. It's two of him before, so they're be able to make a third one just perfect. Perfectly crazy, that is. Um, so here's what happened. Sergeant Masters ordered Robinson to stop, at which time Robinson stated, Fuck the police. He probably said it like, Fuck the police. Nah, I mean, let's see. Fuck the police. That's probably how he said it, yeah. Alright. And continued walking down Rolling Meadows Drive. Masters exited his vehicle and tried to detain Robinson. That was your second mistake, man. Just stay in your car. Damn. But well, Robinson struck Masters in the face with a closed fist. Ooh. The officer and suspect got into a physical altercation. AKA Robertson whooping his ass. When Robertson pulled out a knife and cut Sergeant Masters on the right, Deltoid and left thumb. Wow, this is crazy. Robertson got up and ran down Rolling Meadows Drive towards Meadowbrook Drive. The injured officer pursued Rob Oh my god, this guy's still going. He pursued Robinson down Delia Drive and Meadowbrook Drive, where Sergeant Michael Humphreys then came in contact with Robinson. Robinson had the knife in his hand and lunged at Humphreys with the knife before running down Meadowbrook Drive. Robinson then ran into Aggie's convenience store on Meadowbrook, Road, or Meadowbrook Drive and hid in the back of the storage room. Robinson was still armed with the knife and cut, he cut niggas left and right, cut somebody else thumb off, which required four. Sutures, or whatever that means. I'm not sure what that word is. Maybe I know. Uh I'm pretty sure it's something bad, though. Wow. Master's injury to his thumb required stitches. And surgery was required to stop the bleeding to the right deltoid. The knife that was used by Robinson was recovered in the back room of the Aggies <laughs> and measured. The knife was a multicolored, handled silver blade. The blade was five and a half inches with an overall length of 10 inches. Damn. The blade of the knife was found to have numerous blood spots on it. Sergeant Mass is a 10-year veteran, so you know better than this, brother. (sighs) Jesus Christ. Robinson, 37, was charged with three counts of aggravated assault and one count each of weapon possession and obstruction to a law officer and also was charged with being a real nigga. Now, I didn't say that. But yeah, shout out to them, man. Hey, Kyle's got a hard job. That's a hard job, man. i want to read two articles. That's a hard job to do. Um, to be a police officer, I just cause me personally. To be honest with you, I'm not chasing you. Stab me, nigga, you got it. i me tell you right now, if you, anybody just you stab me, you won, you got it. I give up. Um, let's see, one more. Let's see, baby bag trick fails for sh- Walmart shoplifters. A young couple were both arrested Monday at Evans Walmart after trying to smuggle out stolen items in a baby bag, according to the sheriff's report. Tana White, <laughs> Tana White, that's crazy. Tana White, 26, and Jeffrey Jimenez. Ah, Jimenez. That's a bad last name. Uh, Thirty-six. Were both charged with theft by shoplifting. Security spotted the couple walking around and placing items inside their baby diaper bag in the cart. They paid for a few items at self-checkout. Okay, pulling my numbers, and tried to leave without paying. Arrests. The, the report says when security confronted them, they had twelve items in the bottom of the baby bag worth seventy dollars. So it wasn't en- wasn't enough to be in jail. Boy, that was dumb. Um, hey man, moral story. Don't get caught stealing. Um, Don't get caught trying to sell fake drugs when you got a real gun on you. And then also, uh, if a guy says fuck the police and you're a police officer, don't chase after him. All right? Let's just make smart decisions, man. 2018, man. We smarter than that, man. It's Black History Month, man. Alright, and other news. Um, this week, last week, I guess you could say Breakfast Club had uh FaZe On Love on Breakfast Club. And anybody know who FaZe on Love is. He played in a bunch of stuff. I think he was voice voiceover in Bay Kid, Kids, which is a classic. <clears throat> um he was Big Worm in Friday. And he also played like a a I guess you could say a gay uh cellmate and um in Money Talks. It was some of the funny roles he had. Um he played in Three Strikes. I don't know if y'all are familiar with that movie, that was pretty good wasn't that funny in Three Strikes though, but he played in it. But anyway, I didn't know he's a comedian, but apparently he is a comedian. So, but I don't think he's telling jokes when you talk about what he's talking about. Um, he was pretty much dissing Dave Chappelle, and I think he called out a lot of, not. I didn't say he called slack from, him, but he made like headlines, and I guess he got his own tour he's doing. So it makes sense to talk about the top comedian. Um, so I want to play the I want to play the things he said, and then give the take on it, and follow what he said about Dave Chappelle, and and go from there.
2: It's not really about that. Netflix is just fucking with him. They've always fucked with Dave. They don't really fuck with us, but he, they, white people built Dave. Wow. He's never, for a fact, he's never made niggas laugh until, wait. funny now. Uh, uh, Come on, Chappelle Show classic. It's, Chappelle no, Show was no. funny. Charlie Murphy's writing, rest in peace, was classic. Dave Show, there was a season before that was Whack. Which one? Which, which, the which first was one.
1: That? No, man. Yes, yes. And Chappelle first two seasons was, was great.
2: No, no. The first season, no. The first season was whack. The second season is when Charlie started writing, and that's when you saw the Rick James and all the other fly stuff. But other than that, he wasn't fly. He wasn't funny. First season was
1: funny phase on. Think about it. I'm
2: to, think
0: what was on the
1: first
2: season? They, exactly. <laughs> I, 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 they all exactly. together so No, know, no like, exactly la,
0: la,
1: la, la, all right, that's one, up. hold
0: on, that's one And then I want to play the other one real quick before I Hold on
1: Charlie wrote that, I thought Neil And
2: all, I thought, all of them wrote Dave, Fuck Neil, no, Charlie. that them is real Charlie Murphy stories That's Rich Murphy right there that, Those are stories that Charlie's been telling us for
1: years For years but what about all the other sketches?
2: I, you don't remember him? Yes, we oh, the do. R come Kelly on role. now.
1: The making the band sketch, the R. Kelly sketch. The, I think uh, the, I think Charlie wrote that. The shit blind racist. racist, the Ash Larry. the blind racist sketch, Larry. the race draft. Yeah, and then he man.
2: Then, then he leaves. He's scared. Fuck are you scared of? The white man. The, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> the white man been here. He ain't going nowhere. Wow. Do You know how? Do you know what Flip Wilson had to do? All
0: right, um. that's. That's a no, because he ain't talking about shit, really. But, um... I don't think I was like an issue with that, but it was just funny to... It's funny to hear... It's always funny to hear someone less talented than someone else explain to you why that person that's more talented than them isn't talented. That's, That's crazy to me. Um... No disrespect to on Love. Like, I never seen a stand-up before. He could be hilarious. I've never seen it. And I, I'm into stand-up. Like, I got a bunch of stand-ups at my house. Like, I got Seinfeld stand-up. I got everything from Seinfeld to, uh, uh, to Lewis to to Richard Pryor to Martin Lawrence to Kevin Hart to Dave Chappelle. I don't have no Dave Chappelle at my house. But I do got seasons one and two of The Chappelle Show still in the plastic because I know it's a collector's item. You know what I'm saying? At some point. I did think he was going to die I'm not gonna lie. In 2007, 2008, I was like, maybe if I biased now, it'll have some you know value later on. But he didn't die. Actually, got um, better. He didn't die. He multiplied. <laughs> that's no shot to face on love. He was in baby's kids. But um, <clears throat> yeah, it was kind of it's kind of weird to hear that. Like it's almost like to me, like if, like, like hearing a, 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 a actual, especially when you're in the same field. It'd be different if somebody just critiquing it. You know, that's different. But to be in the same field, you know what I'm saying? That's like. If whatever, let's say I, uh, I I I sold I sold newspapers, and I'm talking about somebody else that's selling newspapers, right? And for some reason, that person that's selling newspapers is always selling his newspapers out, like always, always, always. And I go in an interview and saying, "Hey, you know, such and such. He's he's kind of corny at selling newspapers. He's not really that good. He's not good at selling newspapers. But it's like, but he he's selling them like he's he's doing way better than you. Like how <laughs> like how, his resume is like way better than yours. Like how is this, how can you tell me that and that's how it looks. It looks as if he, either if he really believes this stuff, either he he just don't like Dave Chappelle personally. I'm assuming for one, or for two, somebody just hasn't sat down with him and said, "Hey, you do understand that Dave Chappelle is like a thousand times funnier than you, right?" And I'm only saying that because I'm basing off what I know him from and what I know Dave Chappelle from. So let's take away Dave Chappelle's stand up, and let's even take away the Chappelle show. So that's that's big. I'm taking away two big things. You got Dish Pails and Half Baked, which is like a white comedy, so to speak. But anybody that, that smokes marijuana, I'm probably in the movie. That was funny. He was in Blue Street. Had a funny role in Blue Street. Phase on Love. After Friday, that's it. And Big Worm wasn't really a, a, a funny thing. The movie was just funny in, in general. I can't say he made Big Worm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you put a fat person in a jerry curl at an ice cream truck, they're going to be funny regardless who it is. No respect to... um. You know, anybody you put uh Conker Jones in that situation, it's probably be funny. You know what I'm saying? You put uh I'm just saying people I know, you put you put Quentin in that situation it'd be funny, you know what I'm saying? You put uh, anybody that's 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 black with a with a Jerry curl in the ice cream chuck saying, Smoky, you know, all all that shit he did. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's funny. So I don't feel like he was he's he's really as an, on a stature to really critique Dave Chappelle and to say, you know, that that's the thing to say now white people fucked with Dave. You know what I'm saying? And don't get me wrong. I do agree with that. I do feel like Dave Chappelle, he seems a bit on the... Com- now, he's not commercialized and, and by any means because he say a lot of inappropriate shit. But you can tell he has a lot of white fans. I'll say that. Um, He's not the most urban person. But he listens... It's hard, and it's hard to say that because you look into the music you listen to his, his when he talks and his interviews and how he acts and just in interviews and wise, you look at somebody that's probably really black. You know, he, I think he had Talib Kweli on the show. Nobody just going out to get Talib Kweli. You got really be deep in your <laughs> black roots to be getting Talib Kweli, Most Def, uh, De La Soul. You know what I'm saying? You got to be really stuck in that that era of that that kind of rap and that kind of rap is like urban. You know what I'm saying? So I can't say he's not urban, but I'll say. Looking at him, and he reminds me of this guy I work with named Justin. I would say that. And Justin's pretty funny, but he reminds me of him. So I, I could say maybe not urban, but he still has an urban side to him. I'll say that for Dave Chappelle. And that's who he reminds me of for some reason. I work with a kid named Justin. It's not this kid, but this guy named Justin. He reminds me of him for some reason with, you know, how they act and stuff. I think, like, he, like do I know that Justin probably can get away with certain things he say because of who he is. Like, I couldn't say some of that stuff. It wouldn't be funny. Just like he couldn't say some stuff I say to be funny, you know what I'm saying. But I think "Phase and Love" is just one of them. I, and I, I kind of upset a little bit. The Breakfast Club didn't really take the time, the advantage to do that. Like even though people were dissing Charlamagne, saying, "Oh, he let him say this, he let him say that," he said he thought season one was funny. I, I, I he he was very objective in the two clips I played. I will say that I wish he would have been like, "Do you think you're funnier than Deja Pell? You know what I'm saying? That's a question I like to ask comedians. Who's better? Are you better than this person? I want to know that. You know what I'm saying? I wish you'd have asked him that because I wish, I want some I want somebody to ask FaZe, I love that because he clearly going on a rampage of trying to tear down Dave Chappelle. He said it on Sway. I try to play the best clippings I could find, and I think the Breakfast Club always the best clippings because we all familiar with the Breakfast Club. I don't think all y'all familiar with Sway in the morning or the other shows that you know that's 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 pretty much um, <clears throat> have urban acts and urban interviews. So what's y'all what's y'all opinion on that? Dude? What, what do y'all think about Dave Chappelle for one? I know people say he's not that funny or. They didn't think he was funny until his last stand up, which I totally agree with. I think I did a podcast the other day. I don't know which one was it was, this one or and ice. I'm not gonna lie, I am confused at this point. One listener was like, "How she didn't really like Dave Chappelle until his last stand up. She didn't know he was that funny. You know what I'm saying? Because you watch Chappelle show with skits based, so you don't. And if you're never really into it, you don't know that he wrote a lot of that stuff, or that it's a creative juices is flowing with, among comedians to write that. You thinking it's just skits? You know what I'm saying? Might just be they acting it out. But somebody's stand up is funny. It's funny, and you know it's kind of it was kind of odd him give him not giving profit the last couple stand like that. Shit, that shit was whack. I ain't like this. I ain't like that. And it's like you got Twitter. You can do that on. You got you can go live on Facebook. You can do that on. You got um so many outlets you can do it on, and, and and state your opinion. But you choose to come to one of the biggest platforms where we ain't seen you in I don't know how long. You. Pretty much people that, that don't know you, only going to know you now from this interview. And you choose to bring down another black comedian. That's kind of wild to me. And it's February, you know what I'm <laughs> That just kind of wilds me, you, the, the choices we make as far as doing that, you know? Because it's like, he could have said other things. Like He could have just been like, I'm not really a big fan of Dave, but shout out to what he's doing. But he chose to make the whole interview. It's, it's 47, 47 minutes. I would say a good 20, 25 minutes of that is him saying how Big Chappelle you know, is not funny. And I'm like, you chose to come up to the Club, Club, you, you know, your shining moment. To put put the spotlight on another comedian, you know how wild that is. Like I would never, I can't picture me doing that even now. Like if it was other, if I went to a, a, for some a, one of my, a, a big platform right now, and they said, "So what's what's back at home? Like what other shows they got?" Da, da, da. I'm, I'm not. Be honest with you, I don't want them to even ask me about other shows. To be honest with you, I wanted the spotlight to be on me personally speaking. I would give some shows some problems that you know that I work with, obviously, but. I'm not gonna go in a big platform and talk about somebody else. Like that's just like with women. I don't understand why why men want to talk about other men with with women. Like I don't like you got this whole female in front of you, and you want to discuss another man that she possibly likes. You know that's kind of weird. So uh, I'm scratching my my beard. <laughs> but yeah, I, I felt it's kind of weird that that that, that And I, I always got this vibe from Phase on Love that he was like real because he been in movies. He been in, he been out of movies. He in he was in a uh, couple's retreat. I think it was a good movie with, with Vince Vaughn. Um, that was a good funny movie. he has been in some funny movies. Don't get me wrong. Like he's he's been in some funny movie. I never looked at him as a comedian though. Like I thought he just was an actor that happened to pick up roles that were that had funny lines to him. Because it's a difference to me. Uh, looking at Kevin Hart, I could tell he's a comedian by the roles he played. Looking at Dave Chappelle. I can tell comedian by the way. Matter of fact, Dave Chappelle was in the, the Clumps, right? The Nutty professor, the, the 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 Clumps or whatever. Doctor, no, 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 not Doctor Lulu. He was in the Clumps, the Clumps or whatever that whatever that shit is. When he get fat and, and lose weight and shit like that, he was in that um, Nutty professor. He played that. He was the the piano, the piano player, if I'm not mistaken. Funny role in. You know what I'm saying? So he always had funny role. He even ditched Dave Chappelle, saying like. H-Pel, they would give Dave a uh, they would give Dave a show every a pilot every year, and, and they would never pick it up. It's like, bro, we didn't know that about Deshpaul, which is cool. He was a pilot guy. He said he was, he was a pilot guy. They called him he said he said they called him some kind of nickname, I guess, because he had pilots and they never got picked up. But it's like, bro, what they giving you any pilots, pilots to do shows? You know, to me, giving somebody money a pilot doesn't mean that they're not good. I mean, you see something in them. So every year you're going to that particular person because you're like, yo, something's gonna blow. And at some point, obviously it did. He got big of the Chappelle show. So I don't see how why, why him getting pilots every year that wasn't really blowing up is a big deal. It's a bunch of stars. Lorenz Tate, one of my favorite actors. I seen a pilot from him from a while back from the early '90s. He's on some show in early '90s. They had like a few episodes out here, and they said it got canceled, or whatever. But it was a pilot episode. They, they they put on on YouTube. It seemed like a good show. Lorenz Tate's a phenomenal actor to me. I, I love Lorenz Tate's actor. I'm it's just me. I don't know why I just do why do Fools Fall in Love with men's Society. I like them in power. You know what I'm saying? Um Inkwell, one of my favorite movies, Inkwell. Like I, I I crash. I just like Lorenz Tate as an actor. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna diss him because he had a palette, a palette, you know what I'm saying, and it didn't get in go. That just to palette doesn't mean to show it white, it just means that a particular company didn't pick it up at the time. It could be the climate, you know what I'm saying? That's like right now. All these like the Black Panther is is a big deal right now because of what's going on? You drop Black Panther in '99, niggas probably not gonna care about it like that. You know what I'm saying? It's not gonna be a big deal, but because of the climate of the movie industry and and the the, the the rise of of superhero movies and then the the the, the presence of an all black cast, then the cast that it is, it's making the movie bigger. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I think, I, I I feel like I want your opinion. What y'all think? I think he was hating. Or I think he was telling the truth. And you could you could, you could could say both. You could say he was telling the truth but he was hating. Or you could say he was hating but he was telling the truth. Or you could say I don't think he was hating. I think he was just telling the truth and it came up the wrong way. Let me know what you think about that. Like I, I do honestly want to know. I feel like when you when you got colleagues like comedians, I don't know the business of that. But I feel like it should have been some more camaraderie there. Like especially Black History Month. You know, the black comedian getting his bread. Like why are you going going up there to diss him? I didn't, I didn't understand that. If you want to big up Charlie Murphy and his demise or his death, cool, do that. But you don't have to diss Dave Chappelle. That's kind of weird. Dave Chappelle never mentioned on Love ever that I know of. And I'm pretty sure when he interviewed, he's not going to even answer any questions about that. So that's about that. I don't know. That was kind of weird to me. So I challenge y'all to tell me, um, if y'all can, any on Love specials you've ever seen. Uh, any on Love. Now, I feel like he, he said he's trying to do a special. So if you had any special you ever seen, let me know. If you have seen him do stand-up, let me know. If you think he is funny, let me know. I could be biased. I could just not have seen his work. I don't know. I'm a big comedy fan, so I think I would have seen it. Um, but I get it. If he trying to shop his thing, and I guess that's that's the way to get it out because now people are all talking about him. Cool. I just said my whole life, I never knew this guy I was a comedian. I just thought he played in roles that I happened to think was a little bit funny. Now, everything was funny, you know what I'm saying? But at the time, it was, you know? So... I want y'all to paint on that. Yeah, let me know what y'all think. And I guess I'll play a little snippet. It's a little funny clip. It's not really Des Chappelle, but it's somebody playing Des Chappelle. It's funny right here. Hold on.
1: Faison. Yeah, this is De Chappelle here. Nigga, why are you hating on me? I've seen your little interviews saying I'm overrated. Nigga, I might be. But you can't say it. If Kevin Hart, Eddie Murphy, or Chris Rock says it, cool. But not you, nigga. You ain't qualified. What have you done? Last time I seen you on camera, you was fighting an attendant at an airport and your ass crack was out. How are you going to criticize my special? And you ain't got one. Your name should be On Loves Not Getting Booked. You and Monique should start a tour called The Niggas That Netflix Hates. I'm not about to take slander from a nigga whose career highlights is playing a character named Big Worm. Talking about why people built me. Can you have them build your neck, nigga? You don't think I'm worth $40 million. Well, you're right. I'm worth sixty, bitch. <laughs> 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 uh, let me stop before I say oh, something I regret. Oh, and yes, I'm rich,
0: bitch. Hey, man, that was that. But um, <clears throat> y'all, let me know what y'all think about that. I mean, there's a few things we talk about. I want y'all, y'all opinion on, especially you know, the Jerroport thing or uh, anything I said in Jerroport. Uh, the, the the cold crush, uh, just Jay Z, but him, you know, you know, pushing artists to be independent and creating a blueprint to where. I'm not really a slave to the, the industry, but you know a partner to the industry. Um, there's a bunch of things we we, we cover here. Uh, the scooter, A.K.A. radio thing, radio situation. If you never, if you don't know about the situation, you can go into your report thing. I, I never, I haven't shared anything of it, but you can look it up, um, or you can type in pipe on, on on Google. Butler scooter. It'll probably come up. Um, if you really want to see the video, and I, and I rock what you rock with you like that, I'll send it to you. And you, you know, you could tell me give me a thing on it. But I'm not trying to have it sent out all over the. But I guess I can now because it's already on the news, whatever. Um, I don't know your pain on that. What's your pain on, you know, challenged kids getting bullied anyway, it, it, it just as a whole, not just that situation, just as a whole. Um, I'm pretty sure I know y'all, y'all pains on it, but I want to know y'all y'all details of pains on it. And that's really that. It was a slow week, not a slow week, but ain't really shit happened to be like that. Um. So, yeah, uh, give me your feedback, please. Please make sure that when you're y'all, when y'all sending the feedback, you're putting your notes in your, um, send it as a picture. It's just easier to read as a picture. When I got it, when I get it as a message, when I'm trying to scroll up, it's kind of hard sometimes. So, as a picture, I can just swipe the page and, you know, read from that top line, whatever the case may be. But, um, that's about that, man. More than Masters Podcast. I'm your host, Main, of course. Be back next Monday. This, make sure you check out the Five Nights podcast. About that, also. Um, I'm trying to start putting the Fire and Ice podcast on a different page because that's something me and uh, my, my co-host, Carton Clay, is doing. Um, but I am, this is big news right here, matter of fact, I'm glad I ended the podcast with this. I am looking for two things to do. I want to do two more shows, right? I want to have it to where more than Masters podcast is kind of like a network. So it's like the two shows will be under the umbrella of more than Masters podcast. So my podcast drop on Mondays, right? I want to get somebody that's going to drop on Fridays and maybe somebody that's going to drop on Sunday, maybe or, or another day, two other days. Well, I'll produce the show. I'll record. You know, they record. If I just be a producer, I'll be there, they record and they have their own guests, their own show, their own little thing. Whether they do 45 minutes or hour and 30 minutes is up to them. And it'd be about that. And, you know, the best two concerts I get, that's what I'll go with. And this way now, if you like podcasts that much, you can listen to me on Monday, such and such on Wednesday, such and such on Friday. You know what I'm saying? It'd be. Or under the Mortemaster's umbrella. I don't know if I'll be on. I don't know if I'll be on all shows, but I'll be producing those two shows. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've seen it done, and I think I can do that now. So I'm gonna try it out with a few shows and um, try to, you know, gain a little more audience that way too. So that's dope. So tell me your opinions on that. If you have any ideas for shows that I, I might want to produce or you might want to hear about. Whether it's like if you're a female, you want to hear just girls talking about certain things, let me know that I'll, I'll I'll try to set that up if I can find people that want to do that. If you want to hear about just black issues, let me know that. If you want to hear about I don't know anything else, you know, just let me know what kind of shows you might want to hear, and I can see if I could finagle it to um or pull some strings together to get that get that working. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's what I want to do right now. I'm trying to bring a whole network to more of the masses and have it just be more of the masses, but then my podcast and my podcast, and I have. To other shows I'm doing, as well as the Fire and Ice as well. But like I said, I, my goal is not to put Fire and Ice on this platform. It'll be me and something me and him are doing and partnered up with, you know what I'm saying? But everything has to be under More Masters. So let me know. If you want a show um, <laughs> and you in an area we can probably work something out, let me know. Uh, my phone's ringing right now, so I need to answer that. So, More Masters podcast, let me know what y'all think of the episode. Peace.
1: I tuned into the motherfucking greatest. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the music up in the headphones. Tim, you can go and brush your shoulder off, nigga I got you uh, yeah. If you feeling like a pimp, nigga, go and brush your shoulders off Ladies, is pimp too, go and brush your shoulders off Niggas, is crazy, baby, don't forget that boy I told you kid. Dad, turn up your shoulder I'm probably on with the y'all Probably be locked by the force Trying to hustle some things Dad, go with the pulse Feeling no more Feeling like my hand To the Lord, nigga, gripping my balls. Said the ladies, they love me. From the bleachers, they screaming. All the ballers is bouncing. They like the way I be leaning. All the rappers be hating. Hope the trap that I'm making. But all the hustles, they love it. Just to see one of us making. Came from the bottom with bottle to the top of the pops. Nigga, London, Japan. And I'm straight off the block. Like a running back. Get it, man? I'm straight off the block. i can run it back. Nigga, cause I'm straight with the rock. Come on. You feeling like a pimp, nigga? Gone.